This is Molly's story. Welcome back to the Six Feet Above podcast. This is a very special episode because I'm sitting in the house that I grew up in, in Homer, New York, with a girl I went to St. Mary's, like growing up, like (laughs) kindergarten, first, second, third grade. Throwing it back, Megan. Throwing it way back. I mean, at least one of us was a good Catholic school girl. (laughs) Still am. (laughs) Not this girl, but... Um, so <laughs> I'm sitting across from Molly Reagan, who is a dear, dear friend of mine, who has a very incredible story, who is doing so much good in the local community that has been through a lot of shit yeah. in the past few years. Yeah. And um, she so graciously agreed to come on and talk about what she's doing now and what she's been through. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Megan. You're Thank welcome. you. It is an honor to be here. I don't feel like I'm being gracious at all. I'm like so <laughs> psyched to hang out and chat. Yeah. yeah and share your story. So yeah. Molly's like an artist, which I, I, don't, I never knew this about you. I know it's funny. Like a lot of people are saying that to me right now. <laughs> like I never knew you were an artist. Well, it's kind of, um, it, I mean, I don't remember you in school. I mean, you played sports yeah, growing up yeah, and you yes. come from a very big family. Enormous. So everybody knows your family in town. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I never knew that you had this very creative yeah. side. Yeah. How did that come about? Well, I've always had that in me yeah and actually it really like it goes back to our elementary school days with mrs johnson mrs johnson (laughs) mrs johnson like i remember her total inspiration still to this day for me um so i always like had an interest and i was accepted into art schools but i had taken a graphic design internship in high school okay at marietta okay and i hated it (laughs) i hated every minute of that graphic design internship, except I love the people that I worked with. Yeah. But I was like, I cannot ever do this. And at the time I thought that was the only thing that you could do with an art degree Mm. was become a graphic designer. Yeah. And I was like, I can't sit here and stare at a computer for eight hours a day. This is horrendous. Yeah. So I like, I got accepted to all these art schools with the plan of being a graphic designer. And after having that internship, I totally bailed on it. I didn't realize that like being an actual artist was um, a, like a career path that was actually possible. Optional. Yeah. Yeah. Because you went to Lemoyne, right? I went to Lemoyne. What was your yeah. degree? History. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> History, yeah. With Spanish and um, uh, religion, stu- like religious studies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like a total dweeb. Well. <laughs> yeah. Molly comes from, like I said, a very large family. How many sisters and brothers do you have? So I'm the oldest of nine. Yeah. Four girls, five boys. And my youngest brother just turned 17. You have a, your brother is yeah. 17 and you're I feel 38? Like it gives me street cred. Like that I don't, really yeah, 38 does. to 17. That's <laughs> he insane. was born when I was a senior in college. And as a matter of fact, I caught him coming out of the shoot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. Cut like at home? Right. Did your mom have him? No, home? no, no. In the hospital. Really? Yeah. Senior. I was 21 years old. Oh my God. Drove home. I just turned 21. Drove home. Yeah. That's insane. Well, I mean, God bless your parents. I know. My mom's incredible. She's yeah. a saint on yeah. earth. She's amazing. She really is. And my dad's no slouch. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. My mom is. Oh, I feel like that's. Saint Kate. Did you feel like there's a lot of pressure being the oldest of nine growing up? Oh yeah. Huge. I yeah. mean. I'm like, I feel like there's, I've done so much reading about like the, like the sibling effect yeah, and birth order. Yep. And a lot of those 
stereotypes I don't fall into. Mm -hmm. Actually, my next oldest sister has a lot more characteristics of the oldest than I do, but I like specifically tried to like buck those trends. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm going out in high school. Like (laughs) I'm not the perfect child. (laughs) I'm so, and, and my sister Shayla was more like straight edge. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. I tried to not make that pressure felt for myself on you yeah (laughs) I knew it was a thing even back then I think that's why I liked you the best yeah (laughs) no offense to any of your other siblings no offense to Shayla that's right that's right no others like went way farther off the path yeah than I did not not naming names so we're gonna leave that we're gonna (laughs) let that one go so I want to jump to now now yeah I want to jump to now you have started I don't need do I call it a company what is good neighbor art yeah it's my art business okay yeah um, huge leap for me. Yeah. Really. I mean, so I'll, I'll tell you how it started. Sure. So I, um, started drawing. I mean, I, I've always drawn, I've yeah. always like been creating art kind of in the background, but like you said, I was always an athlete. Yeah. I was always involved in sports, um, all the way through college. And then as a collegiate athlete, like after mm-hmm. you graduate from college, like what is your purpose right. on this earth? It right. is, so you know, this as a swimmer, Yeah. you finish swimming and like, what do you do with your time? Yeah. It's it's a total paradigm shift. Well, you lose your definition. You lose your identity. Yeah. You lose your tribe. You yeah. lose like what you, you gain so much mm-hmm. in like confidence and um, community and um, working with a team and like yep. knowing your role. But when that is gone, it is gone in an instant and you are adrift. At least I was. Plus you graduate college and then you lose that identity exactly. too. All of it know? is just whoosh, yeah. gone. Yeah. So I definitely had some regrets about not majoring in art at that point. I took art classes at Lemoyne, but I didn't um, like focus on it heavily in school. So that kind of became my outlet right pretty much right after college. I started, I don't know, people would ask me to do random things. <clears throat> so after, as time went on, like I got married, I, you know, had kids and I stayed home with my two boys when they were babies. And I started drawing our family Christmas card mm-hmm. and it was a, always a picture of our family. So like my first one, I, I was like a line drawing of me pregnant. Okay. And I would send it out. And so that became the tradition every year. So instead out. of like taking pictures, no and photos, doing the minted cards, no, no, you were drawing. That was them. not for me. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So that became kind of a thing. And then, um, I did not do that purpose fully. Mm-hmm. I did that because I enjoyed it mm-hmm. and I needed a creative outlet. And I was, you know, kind of working on other art projects, like in the background, but the Christmas card was the big thing. But were you working at a, like a job job? Like, so yeah, so I was, I was teaching, um, I, yeah, I've had a very long and like weird winding path. Same. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. I wouldn't want it any other way. No, I not even remotely. I love my path. A hundred percent. I look at my parents and like, they've had the same job at the same place and God bless them. That works for them. Incredible. it would drive me crazy. Yes. I love like variety is yes. truly yes. like very essential. To and me. like not knowing what's coming. Oh, is so being exciting. Open. Like yes. I've always, I, that is a huge part of my mm-hmm. life. Just being open to what feels right yeah. in the path. My, the path is always open to me. Yeah. yeah. And that is not like, yes, that is privilege. I hate to like even say right. that right. out loud in a right. way, but it is true. Like you always feel where your feet should be walking. Right. Right. And you know when you're not on the right path. Right. And um, I have been so blessed in my life to have like 
taken this weird, wonky, mm-hmm. turning, winding path. Um, so after I graduated, I traveled and went through like Mexico and California and then um, just had like a wonderful time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, say no more. We'll leave it at that. And um, came home and worked at a nature center. Uh-huh. And I ended up leading their summer camp program okay. and their education program. Okay. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. So Lime Hollow Nature yes, Center yes. here in uh, in Cortland, Cortland County. Yep. Yeah. Love it there. And after that, I was like, okay, my mom was right. I should become a teacher. Mm. Fine. I'm good at working with kids. I like this. So I became a fourth grade teacher, went back, got my master's. Okay. And, um, and then like after... I don't know, maybe five years of working at St. Mary's school where yeah. the, where the two of us went to school. <laughs> um, so after working as a classroom teacher, fourth grade teacher, science teacher, kind of like doing it all, um, <clears throat> got married and then had babies and stayed home with okay. the kids. So yeah, I had been working in the classroom and then started having kids and stayed home with my two boys, Dell and Sam. So in that time, that time was like wonderful, but I am very restless. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like say I have ADD, but something probably pretty close to that. <laughs> We're creeping in. You just on like ADD to be busy. Territory. I'm yeah. busy. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. So um I started taking on projects. A Christmas card launched that. People, like I said, I didn't send those Christmas cards with the idea that people would contact me to do their portraits, but mm. that's what started happening. Okay. So I started receiving family portrait requests from all the people who I would send, not all, but right. you know, a nice healthy number of right. people that I would send those Christmas cards out to. So that is where it started. It was that it was doing those little cartoony line drawings, yeah. watercolors, and still do them now. Done one for you. Uh-huh. Yes, which I have. love, which is so cool. Like what she does is she's like, okay, what do you, who do you want in the, in the photo? You can either send like the exact photo or yep. she can like take three or four photos of different subjects and yes. kind of put them together, which yes. is what I did. So I sent her a picture of my parents, yes. one of me and my parents, one of the dogs. <laughs> and I'm like, I want us on our dock at the lake. And she's yep. like, got it. Yes, and I done. gave it to my dad for Father's Day. It was so cool. Yeah. I love that and one. It's hanging I can in our lake house. Exactly. It's in right our lake house. It's so cool. Okay. So you're yeah. starting to do all of these cards. Yes. Are you at this point thinking like I'm charging for this? Or are you just oh, yeah. doing it? Okay. Okay, so you're like, let's start. But that a was business. obviously really difficult. Yeah, because yes. at first it's only my friends and my family asking me to do it. Right, and I'm a stay-at-home mom. Right, so it felt totally bizarre to charge people. So at first I did not. Okay, and then, you know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't charge enough. Yeah, but that was okay because I was getting started. Right. Um, so right. I was like charging, I think thirty dollars was what. I charge and I can like, I know all of the people who, you know, they would come back to me like year after year. Oh, I'm pregnant. I need a new one. Right. I just got married. Got to get a new one. Yep. I just got a dog. I need a new one. 30 bucks, 30 bucks, 30 bucks. Sure. And, um, you know, eventually that price started creeping up. And in that time I, um, went back into the workforce and I landed my dream job as the art teacher at St. Mary's, uh, which is my like I just it is my vocation. I yeah. love my job. Yeah. It's three days a week at school. 
teaching still in kids. the basement still in the basement oh, yeah god yeah, with room. no windows there no are window. no there windows are, but they're like art. six inches yeah, yeah it's they're like at the very top and it's like <laughs> you have no idea what the weather is every yes day. which is probably better off in central new york to yeah no it's yeah it's honestly fine so i got that job and the reason i got that job was i had had my eyes on it for a long time yeah and i had set myself up during the time that i was home with my kids okay not only did i start doing more family portraits but I opened an art camp Mm. and I it was totally like I mean I should not even be talking about this on a podcast it was especially with your father as a lawyer it's fine I mean it was in my backyard (laughs) under a tent that my father pitched in the backyard like a 20 by 20 foot circus tent um and it was like word of mouth only Uh cash only (laughs) (laughs) sign off all your liability Listen, there are people doing way worse shit oh my in this gosh, country. It was I wouldn't worry about it. So, like, thank you. If anyone is listening who sent their kids to that <laughs> camp, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, you helped me in ways that you have no idea. So that was really my first taste of starting a business. Okay. My sister, Jessie, and I started that. Literally, it was like all my former students would be like CITs. I'd pay them in Amazon yeah. gift cards. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd walk to the park every day. So, but that gave me cred yeah as an art teacher okay so I was not established I I don't have an art teaching degree okay but I felt like I was setting myself up in case that job ever came up I would be ready for it sure couldn't take it at a public school because I'm not a certified art educator Mm. could take it at St. Mary's because they know my they know that I'm a good teacher Mm -hmm. and that wouldn't be an impediment that I didn't have like all of the right paperwork so I do have my master's in education but not in art education okay so sure enough, after years of running that art, maybe three years of running the art camp and yeah. doing other things in the community, um, that job came up and I leapt at it. I was so excited. Wow. So then came that job. Now my kids are in school. Sure. And now I have these two extra days off. Uh-huh. So I'm teaching art three days and I've got these two days totally available for what else but freelance work. Ah. So that was when things really... I started posting more on Instagram and um, just momentum had built at that point with those family portraits. People, I mean, I, people talk shit about social media and I am also one of those people. (laughs) Well, I mean, it can be good or bad. It can be really damaging. Yes. And I do know that. Yes. But without Instagram, I would not be where I am today. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the past two years, I mean, especially people have made huge businesses off of Instagram, you know, and it's such, I mean, people talk shit about it all the time, especially like, I think like our parents' generation, they don't understand it correct? because it does get a bad rap. There's a lot of comparison that goes on. There's a lot of fake and filtered stuff, but there's also a lot of good. And I think we as humans, as individuals, it's our responsibility to choose what we want to look at. Curate your feed and you you curate your feed you curate your feed and you curate your <laughs> reality yeah so if you're buying into all these bullshit models mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. you know filtered filtered and realistic plumped and up and unrealistic yeah. like that's your choice yeah you choose what to look at oh you gotta stop that but you're using it to provide for the community to give back to so. create a fun and safe place to inspire other people to do the same and you're teaching kids like, I mean, you look at the public schools, none of these kids are getting recess, are getting no, art classes, are getting music classes. Like the arts, 
is so in trouble, everyone. God, we like we're just trouble. teaching about the War of 1812, and who the fuck gives a shit about that? Like that's no not one. gonna change Nobody their cares. life. So for yeah. you, and I'm a history major. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and looking now, you're not even doing really much of that, except you're incorporating, you know, probably a little bit of that into developing these kids oh it's huge right and giving them an outlet huge 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 like and I will say the school that I work at the arts is um prioritized because it's a private school yes yeah and I mean as as a catholic school Mm -hmm. the arts are like cherished yeah I mean truly like music and fine arts are a huge part of the catholic church sister harriet might condemn me but it's like the one thing the catholic church (laughs) is doing right you know like get such a bad rap it's been in a really bad place for a long time but there's there's some troubles there are schools that are doing good still for the church is separate the schools are separate like Mm -hmm. we would go i remember we would go over to church like once a week no it was like on holy days of obligation i mean that's what it is now it's holy days of obligation okay um, you're there once a month. So it's pretty for sure. separate. Like, I don't ever remember like, yes, we would have like a Bible class or whatever. Yeah. You had religion class. But, yeah. Thank you. Religion class. Oh my God. But for the most part, it was pretty separate. Yeah. I mean, so I would say like, especially when we were there in the, in the nineties. Yeah. It was like, it's like God is love. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like love your neighbor. Yeah. Which is a huge part of my, like who I am. Mm hmm. And, um, I, my, I mean, my faith is like very, very important to me. Yeah. Um, and I'm raising my kids the same way. Um, and I, I love the school's approach to faith. And I will say too, like St. Mary's, and when we were there, this was true too. The immigrant population Mm -hmm. is at St. Mary's. Yes. And not necessarily the Catholic immigrants. I mean, it is a diverse school. Yeah, that's true. So it's, and that, that was true when we were there too. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's just an interesting, it's an interesting, wonderful place to be for me. And you talked about love thy neighbor, yeah. which is, I mean, that's it's, like it's the whole thing, the whole thing for it's everything for Catholic church. Yeah. And your business yeah. is called good neighbor. Good is neighbor that where it came from? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I started, so I, you know, sang in a band for a number of years and that was like my, my sign off. Yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. I love that. And I eventually, when I went on to start Porch Fest, also actually, also when I was home with the kids, I look back on this now and I'm like, Molly, you are a nut. Like, <laughs> what were you doing? Yeah, we haven't even touched on this. Molly's an incredible singer, <laughs> like incredible. But it's what would you? Is it folk? Like, what do yeah, you? Yeah, like Americana, Americana bluegrass, bluegrass, ro- that's rock. It. Yeah, like, and I'm actually singing in it with Emily Dovey's dad. No shit. In a jazz band no on kidding. New Year's Eve in Cortland. Yeah. So it's for a long great. time, you sang with your husband. I did, yeah. Who is now yeah. your ex-husband. Correct. Soon to be. So as much as you're willing to talk about. Yeah. That's um, a part of all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you guys met in your mid mid to late 20s? Late 20s. Yeah. I got 20s. married when I was 27. Okay. <clears throat> Had my first son when I was 29. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my husband and I met actually kind of at Lime Hollow. Um. And yeah, fast forward to now Mm -hmm. and we are separated, um, which is a huge part of my story Yeah, right now, especially, um, it has been the year Mm -hmm. from hell. Mm -hmm. And I mean, 
for everybody yeah right like 2021 we were all right i remember 2020 we were like come on 2021 right. <laughs> and um 2021 turned out to be as much if not more of a clusterfuck oh. than 2020 it's, maybe i'm just speaking for myself but i feel like i'm speaking for I a, think lot, of a lot of people yeah yeah which is why every so, everyone's so hesitant to even talk about how excited they are for 2022 i know like i don't like, like 2022 i don't know about you like let's just set the bar really low <laughs> real you low. know yeah so on january 23rd of 2021 my husband um walked into my our kitchen and told me he wanted a divorce and he was done and that he had a lawyer like out of the blue out of the blue like no I mean, conversation no we had never ever one time talked about divorce ever. did you ever have a feeling that he was unhappy so I mean looking back on it now I'm like oh wow there was all of this stuff right but I totally had my blinders on yeah and I think you know part of like living in <laughs> a state of being gaslit mm -hmm. is that you make everything make sense right you make everything make sense like I hear people say like oh you've made excuses no like it was not making excuses it was like oh all of these bags are not bags boxes in our basement are packed right like they are packed they have kitchenware they have a quilt from our marital bed that I made with my own two hands <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself wow Ted is so organized right <laughs> no he had been packing for months no way way i mean bananas crazy wow. stuff like i mean i could go on for hours about how i made everything make sense i didn't yeah. think i was making excuses yeah but the things that were going on in our relationship sure. in our home sure with our kids i just made them make sense and, and divorce was not yeah anything i ever considered and not just because i'm catholic right that is that is really like to me not part of the equation it's because i took a vow right i loved my husband i was committed to our marriage to the relationship to yeah. our home to our family and it just never entered my mind that that is what would happen mm. were we like try like seeking help from a therapist yes mm -hmm. was it in earnest on his part absolutely not mm. it was on my part yeah I mean I just think I can hold my head up um in all of this like uh, worst time of my life <laughs> still kind of in it starting to scratch and claw my way back out yeah yeah um just starting like this month like my heart is like beating so fast right now just talking about it but um this month like the month of December was the first month that I felt like Oh, there you are, Molly. Mm. You're you. Coming back. I'm coming back. Yeah. yeah. I feel more like myself. Like yeah. that darkness is doesn't feel like it's surrounding me. Right. Like it was, like it has been for a year. Right. Right. Almost a full year. Almost a full year. Yeah. Creeping up on a year. So yeah. did did he, did you guys just, did you move out or what? No. He, I mean, he moved out that night. He that just, night? Well, he was packed. Wow. <laughs> and right and down to the kitchenware. Did he like address what's going to happen to your boys was it even no. like a concern of his um I would say not mm. no so he just left you he guys. just 
I mean, he had a lawyer, right. so he had right. had advice for months. Right, right, right. He had been talking to this lawyer for months before sure. he left. So, um, like, yeah, I he had a plan. And I was reeling emotionally. Right. And slapped with the fact that now I'm in the middle of legal action that mm-hmm. I did not know I was in the middle of. Yeah. So actually, I called your father. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh God! It's a small town, you guys. It's a small, it's a town. small town, but boy, Don so Armstrong what's your like? A, he what's gave your me great advice? Well, he's he a, sent me to the right person. Good. That's good, all good, I good. can say. He he sent me to the right person, and um, yeah, I'm scratching and clawing my way back to myself for my kids and my, right, right. My, my so we talked about this briefly before we like you know hit record. Yeah, and I think. There's always two paths, you know, two options. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to take your time with something. So because it's a that's a traumatic thing. I mean, that's a big oh. life change. Right. Major trauma. Um, major trauma. Ther- lots of therapy with a new therapist. Right. 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 New <laughs> therapist alone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But there's either and I see this in people all the time and I think to myself wow that really sucks this person is still in victim mode oh yeah and then there's people that like you that I look at and I'm like you probably were in victim mode for a little bit and you have to kind of get through that that's the initial anger and grief and whatever but the people that stay in that victim mentality for a long time or the people that become unhappy the people that become depressed speaking from experience the people that uh, for me, wasted a lot of years of their life for me. Oh, I, I look at you like I had no, I mean, obviously I'd heard things because yeah. it's a small town, Yeah. but I looked at all of the things you were doing this year. I mean, you, your Instagram blew up. <laughs> People are buying your artwork. Yeah. You have a coloring book yeah. that I got today <laughs> from our local coffee shop and all the profits go to our local library. Um, library. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing all of this good for the community. Yeah. And at the same time, you're going through the worst, the worst. probably. I don't yeah. know if there's oh. maybe something else happened to you y- younger. But oh, no, this is this is the worst part of your <laughs> life. by far the worst. So yeah. how the hell yeah. did you, while you're going through a divorce with two little boys, mm-hmm. trying to make ends meet, trying to teach, trying to build a business, mm-hmm. actually build a business yeah, and create this whole, I feel like it's another life. Yeah. I'm like I definitely like you have two different lives going on. I'm right now. kind of, Oh, right. 100%. Okay. I, I was like, that's a, how I feel. Yeah. 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 Like I have a life <laughs> in the court system. <laughs> Like you're giving a lot of money to <laughs> the local attorneys, but you're also like making a lot of people happy. That makes me so happy to hear that. But it's also like a really good reminder that social media is bullshit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, I changed my name on social media uh-huh. to my mate back to my maiden name. Yeah. So that I saw that like, like hmm, something. Yeah, yeah. That definitely like triggered a lot of people like. um, And. Yeah. So. It's so fun to talk about this, really, because it's I'm like crystallizing ideas right now, like yeah. as you're saying yeah. to me. Um, I will just say I was not like intent upon building a business during mm-hmm. this. It just happened. Yep. Not 
and I don't want to say like without work, I've worked my ass off on this business. Um, it happened because I was prepared. I laid the groundwork sure. ahead of time. Sure. Art has been my outlet. Yeah. And this takes a lot of organization and um, like structure. Yeah. Which is really important. So those these deadlines that I have to get people their portraits in two weeks or I've got to finish a mural right. in four days. Right. Um, I thrive on that structure. It, it goes back to sports. Yeah. Like, yes, you, you practice for four hours a day. 100%. And you have to get all your school schoolwork done. Yep. So these time management, like, busyness, like, I need the busyness. Yeah. Um, like after my kids go to bed, my mind is still racing. Right. And I have to sit down at my desk and focus on creating a piece of artwork. Um, so that like helps my mental right situation. Right. Um, it takes my mind off of like spiraling thoughts. Right. And um, so I was not, I would just say like, I wasn't purposefully building my empire during sure. this. It just happened that I channeled, I, I had already laid the groundwork and I had a place to channel all of this energy into. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm a positive person by nature. Yes. I think like I'm, yeah. um, I, you know, I've never been so low in, yeah. in my entire life, but these projects and this outlet and this purpose have, um, been a product of this time, which yeah. is bizarre because yeah. my work is happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's happy and fun and joyful and, um, Oftentimes it's a collaboration in right. the community. Um, yeah. So that was, that's also been huge. Like contact with people. Yeah. I'm also extroverted and yes, I need people. Um, Very social. Yeah. I'm yeah. social. Yeah. yeah. I need, I need my people, I need whoever, I need whoever people. So all these like collaborative projects, these some, I've had some mural projects this year with teen groups. Yeah. And they've been wonderful. I mean, the connection. I thrive on connection and community. Um, so so and, when you say teen groups, did you get a group of like local teenagers to help you on murals? Yes. Yeah. From what I can remember yeah. from your Instagram yes. this summer? Yeah. So YWCA in Cortland uh -huh. has a group of um, young ladies. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, they're from all different walks of life. Yeah. Socioeconomic. Yeah racial diverse like sure it's a diverse group yeah um so we created a mural in the lobby at the ywu mm. which was just like a dream come true it was yeah. wonderful i love working with teenagers i remember vividly being a teen and just life sucked yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god and so anytime i get to work with teenagers i feel like a, a big responsibility yes. um but also i feel like i can connect with them mm -hmm. to some degree. I hope I don't sound like, um, I can connect with the teens. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I just remember that time like, yes. so well, like feeling adrift and, um, feeling like hopeless, mm -hmm. helpless, mm -hmm. friendless, weird. Yeah. Um, and ugly, I, fat, skinny, ugly, fat, skinny, <laughs> like everything, zitty, everything yeah. gangly, smelly, yeah. like whatever. Yeah. So to give them like an outlet, to give them a little Place direction, to, just to, to give them purpose mm -hmm. and know, just like, to be themselves. These right. girls were all themselves. Right, right, right. It was right. a joy to behold, to watch these girls paint on walls. Well, I think it's wonderful. so important. Like I look at a lot of adults 
and the things that adults are still dealing with are issues that have never been resolved or that they've never wanted to look at. And I think it's so important for our kids and our teenagers and for them to actually deal and handle and manage Mm -hmm. these difficult emotions at an early age so that they're not carrying this stuff with them at an older age, or at least they learn how to deal with it. They learn how to, where to go. Right. As long as, I mean, that is a huge part of life is like learning. Okay. I'm feeling this way. This is happening to me. Where do I turn? Who do I talk to? What resources do I have? And these girls have a really good foundation just from this group that they're in. It's called the GEMS program at the YW. It's really, it's really super. So you're doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, You're still at St. Mary's. Still teaching three days a week. Okay. Summer's off though. So summers I still do my art camp. Okay. You do? <laughs> is it like legit now? Or it's legit. Still- <laughs> it's been, guys, it's been legit. We're have an on LLC the books. Now, or I what? have an LLC. Oh, good. In oh, fact, good. I sold it. I didn't really sell it. I pitched it yeah. to the Cortland Youth Bureau. Yes. So after three years of running out of my backyard, I was like, okay, this is getting like there is some liability yeah. yes, happening here. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking on too much risk. <laughs> so um yeah, I talked to a friend of mine, again, like knowing where to turn. Right. right. Talked to a friend of mine at the Youth Bureau, and I was like, hey, what do you think about this idea? It was a perfect fit. The park is literally directly, like I walk out of my door, mm-hmm. and I walk into the park. I cross yeah. my street, and I walk into the park, and that's where I hold my art camp. My kids have always been at art camp, always. Yeah. It was like, you know that I have my two kids. They're going to be there. Um, we're going to swim for an hour. Mm-hmm. Swimming is also very important mm-hmm. to me, as you know. Yeah. Maybe not the same level as you, <laughs> but. Um, so we swim at the public pool every single day yeah. in our camp. And it's all because of pitching it to the city, really. That's the so cool. Yeah. yeah. So still in our camp. And then in the summer, I really, fo- I bear down on murals um, in like larger scale projects. Yeah. Yeah. Family portraits pick up at Christmas and like. Before Mother's Day and before right. Father's Day. Right, right, um, But the summertime, I can really devote to these, like, huge, Camps grand, yeah, projects yeah. that are just gigantic, including Porch Fest. Yeah. Which oh, is yeah. a big, like, you know, music festival mm-hmm. that takes place on, on my porch. Um, like, 20, 20 of my neighbors. Different people, right? It's kind of <laughs> yeah. like a, like, a, you go from neighbor porch. to neighbor to neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, four different performer, performances happening at the same time in yeah. different parts of the neighborhood. I might have to make sure I'm home for that next summer. You have to come to yeah. Porch Fest. I would love it is, that. Tr- it is a joy. And I think for the people, like people listening are going to be some people from here that yep. understand. Yep. But majority of the people listening will have no clue mm. what we're talking about. Porch Fest. Get on it in well, your own cities. I guess when we talk about like our hometown, yeah. it is very small. Mm-hmm. It is, um, it's not the most lucrative. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That is say. putting it I don't mildly, know I mean, I mean, we have like the biggest dairy farmer community mm-hmm. in New York state. Like mm-hmm. we are four hours from New York city. We are so far from a city. We are not New York city. We are not, not New York city. No. And it's a, it's a, not an easy life here. It yeah. really is no. not. Um, mm-hmm. from an economic stance, oh, I would say totally, you yeah. know, so to, to, we got challenges. Yes. Big time. Big time. Yeah. So to provide these outlets and these resources for kids, um, so that they grow up to be 
good humans and good adults mm-hmm. and good connected. neighbors and connected yes. and able to deal with different emotions. I mean, you probably don't see it yet, but you're really laying the found work for like 20, 30 years down the road. Yeah. You are. Thank you. That is so nice. <laughs> you are. So I want to ask you like some. It's hard some, for me to like accept all of this. Well, you will. One day you will. Yeah. It's the same thing when people talk about my podcast. I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, oh, you're they're like, no, really. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. It's let's so, move. You know, it's, it's so hard. Important. I know. It's I know. hard for us to accept. Um, but being yourself is what like changes the world. Like, correct. Being perfectly yourself. Yeah living authentically like you are doing with yeah. through your podcast through all the things that you're doing and I feel the same way yeah. I'm living who I am I'm living it's like so cliche at this point to say right. I'm living authentically but I am I'm me and I'm doing the things that fill me up right and I do hope that I'm laying a foundation for and I think it's so important and I'm speaking especially to females in their teens and their 20s you may not be you may not and we don't have it figured out yet, but I feel like I'm finally coming into my life and I'm almost 40 years old and you're 38. Like Mm -hmm. there's this whole stigma of having it all figured out about being married and having kids by the time you're 30 and all this. And like, you can have all that, but it doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's it's going to stay stay. that way forever, you know? (laughs) So I think there's, there's a point to be made that the best is yet to come. Oh yeah. Always. And we're approaching 40 and people that are approaching 50, the best is yet to come, you know, and age is just, it's just a number. So I want to ask you very specific things. I like to give people, um, tangible examples. Okay. So on your darkest days, hardest days, what are the things that you do to keep you in a healthy place? Mm. Oh, such a good question. First, I cry extremely. Uh I mean, I cry a lot. And in on those days, um, at first I was hiding that from my children mm. and that they were like, we, you know, I, I would say like, we're in a really hard time of life. And they're like, well, you're never crying. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So you need to see that. Okay. I can okay. make that, that I can definitely make Did they happen. understand what, what was, they sad. still don't they still fully don't. understand yeah. Yeah. that. Cause they're what, how old? Um, six and eight. Okay. Yeah. yeah first and second grade. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I cry. That's yeah. number one. And that's like very wonderful and therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. And great. Um, <laughs> in under my covers at night. Um, working out is hugely important to my yeah. mental health. I like two years ago got back into CrossFit with my friend Dana. Mm-hmm. And um, that just dramatically changed my outlook. Yeah. And I'm not in a good routine right now. And I feel feel my mental health starting to slide yes. yeah 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 so that's a bummer and I know like you know you just yeah you get to this age and you're like oh yeah what they told us in health class was true <laughs> oh, so, you do have to work out some of it some of it yeah. yeah yeah some of it so um and I um connect with my kids yeah so cry <laughs> work out connect with my family I, it's really whoever that is, my kids, um, or one of my siblings or one of my friends. Um, when you say connect with them, you let them know what you're going through oh, emotionally. Yeah, like you yeah. don't hide it. I don't hide anything. Yeah. I'm yeah. really, I can't, I'm, no, yeah. yeah, I'm an open book. And, um, I have some kind of creative outlet mm-hmm. and whether that's on a deadline or something that I'm working on for myself, it doesn't matter. Right. It's really just shifting gears in my mind yes when I have to sit down and do something yeah 
even if it's drawing somebody else's like wonderfully happy family and their new baby and their like, whatever. Fuck I, these people. Yeah, no, I like, I, that, you know, I've like, I've been curious about that yeah. to myself. Like, why doesn't that bother you? Mm. Doesn't bother me in the slightest. My pain has nothing to do with other people's joy. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, and like, I mean, I got curious about that. Huh. Why in the hell are you not right. bitter about right. somebody else's like Perfect beautiful life. marriage yeah. and like creating these pictures? But then, you know, and on the, uh, on the other hand, I've created these beautiful family portraits for people who have split four months later. Sure. You know, sure. so it just, you know, what we're putting out in the world is not always real. Right. And anyways, so those are the things I do. Okay. A creative outlet, shift gears in my mind just to, just to turn down the noise, the, yeah. the spiraling yeah. Um, sadness. And sometimes, sometimes I can't do that, right? Like there are days, there there have been days. I haven't had one in a while, but there are days when I like am immobilized yeah. by it. And yeah. that needs to be said too. Sure. Right? Like I'm not, it's not four days worth of that. Right. But is it sometimes 24 to 48 hours? Yeah. 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 It is. And you know what? I'm being true to myself when I really feel that yeah. feel those feelings yeah, and, yeah yeah um I had COVID a few months ago mm-hmm. and my kids did too mm-hmm. <coughs> I don't have it right now <laughs> <laughs> let's just clarify that I tested, tested right negative. before we Got came it. yeah um and that was a very depressing time I bet mentally not in a not I mean in a terrible place mentally yeah, yeah. and I got curious about that too why is that happening it was the first time I literally could not do anything to distract myself. Mm. I had to face it. Yeah. I mean, I have gone through court. I have gone through hearings and emails and meetings and all this about my divorce. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes those things are distracting. Sure. Like it's a checklist. Yeah. Check the box, check the box, check the box. And when I had COVID, that had all stopped. Mm-hmm. It was like in a waiting period. Mm-hmm. And I had to... I had, to, I had to look at the ugly stuff that was going on inside yeah. of me and um it was really depressing. So what have you learned about yourself this past year? I'm really resilient uh-huh. and I'm really proud of myself and I love myself. Good for you. I know. I love I, that. <laughs> I this is going to sound ridiculous, but maybe one person will get something out of this. I started a month ago. I get in bed at night. Uh-huh. I get under the covers, like I pull the covers up over my head, <laughs> and out loud I say, "I love you, Molly." Aww, I know you're it, so cute. The first time that I did that, I was like, "You are so weird," <laughs> <laughs> but I also like got goosebumps when yeah. I said it because yeah. number one, I meant it, right? Like that was true, right? And that was a change from yeah. before, yeah. Um, but number two, like. I longed to hear those words mm. from someone mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. And why couldn't I say it to myself? Right. I could, you know, so, right. and I did. So I, that like verbal affirmation for myself has been like not a huge thing, but a really nice little thing. Well, I mean, it, it's cliche, but like, if you cannot love yourself, <laughs> who's going to? You know, like at the end things, of the day, and you're what, like, oh, what matters? yeah, okay, right, cliche, right. and then you really do it, right, and it's radical to love right, yourself, right, right, 
It is radical. Yeah. Yeah. To actually like authentically love who you are. Well, and I think it's important to say that if you don't believe it, you say it and you say it and you say it and you say it. You fake it until you make it. And it will become fact. Mm -hmm. It really will. Yeah. Um, you also do something every Friday on your Instagram, which I love. Oh, yeah. I need to start like, <laughs> I need to start responding, but what do you yeah. do every Friday? So every Friday I ask my people, followers sounds weird. I ask I my friends followers. on Instagram. I'm like, oh God, everyone's an influencer I these know, days. No. I ask, um, the community. Yeah. What was the best part of your week? Uh-huh. Love it. So isn't there so much joy yes. in hearing other people's even when I'm in my darkest 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 place Mm -hmm. I want to record a podcast I want to talk to someone else about what they're going through about what's going well for them Mm -hmm. about how they got out of it because for some reason it just makes me feel better like it's a kind of a selfish thing because it makes me feel better but I in turn know it's helping other people okay I feel like Megan I mean that is it's huge to I've, I've never like felt yeah jealous. Yeah. I'm not like, I mean, maybe like in my twenties. Right, 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 right. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I revel in other people's joy. Yeah. Like other people's happiness brings me more sure. joy. Sure, like sure, sure. more, more please. Yes. Right. Yes, please. Right. Um. So like just because I'm not like in a, <laughs> there's always something to be thankful about thankful for and joyful about correct and that is what that question is about yeah like I might have had the shittiest week ever right but boy it makes me happy exactly like you just said it makes me happy to hear other people's like bright spots in the week yeah and it could be anything from like I don't know like my kid pooped on the potty for the first (laughs) I mean to whatever like I got a promotion or I graduated this week or whatever like I went to Spain whatever it is small the big all of it it's just like I love it well have you ever listened to the secret no okay you need to listen to the secret it's okay. right up your alley so okay. it talks about energy yeah. and when you surround yourself with positive energy positive things come into your life that so resonates asking about other people's the best thing about their week even when you're in a dark place it it tricks your mind it flips the switch it gets you surrounded with positive thoughts Mm. and when you are in a negative space like have you ever noticed like when something happens and you get down then another negative happens. oh yeah negative thing happens compound correct crazy correct and it keeps happening and then you're like poor me poor me poor me all this well when you flip the switch and start thinking the positive thought I mean you attract what you think about oh yeah 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. And it was, I, I say that because that's the book that I listened to on CD when I lived in LA and I was in the car for six hours a day that changed this my like life. like a turning, this was your turning yeah. point. This was your turning it? point. Yeah. And I listen to it now every three months, every year. I oh listen to it when I walk. Oh, I um, that. You should oh, listen I'm, to yeah, it. I'm it's, in. I'm all in. It's, and, and it's hard. I think it's hard for a lot of people that are raised in a, um, faith-based community because mm-hmm. we're taught that the Bible is the way, and the, and it, but it's all the same. Oh, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's all connected. It's all there. And it's when all you do good, you feel good, and always, yeah, good things come to you. So, hundred percent. What's next? What is next? Yeah, I'm going to continue to build my empire. Okay, to love my family. Yeah, to take care of myself. Uh-huh. To, um. 
continue to, I hope, like, I don't want to say the word elevate, but continue to raise up this yeah. community. Yeah. There is so much to, like, be grateful for mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. It is not the biggest place. It's not the wealthiest place. Mm-hmm. But there is so much good here. Yeah. People hold the door for each other in Cortland. Yeah. And that's not, that doesn't happen everywhere. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'll tell you what. Um, well, there's a lot of opportunity. There's opportunity yeah. here. And um, I love my people here. Yeah. I love the community. So I want to continue doing what I'm doing. And I think continuing that success will follow yeah like like keeping my eye on joy mm-hmm. purpose yeah authenticity everything's gonna fall into place 100 percent, and it's going to continue to grow so more murals yes please yeah. more yeah. um huge big projects yes please more coloring books yes more family portraits yeah yep all of it well you'll be flown around the country to do murals that's i can't wait too yeah, so I can't I can wait to see that. I can't wait. And you're going to build your website. You already have it built, I but do. it's going to like expand. It needs, it needs some TLC. Right? If there's anyone listening who, um, <laughs> website developers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm just so, um, I was obviously very intrigued by your story and wanted Thank to you. hear from you. Um, yeah, I hope that people, if, you know, if anyone else is going through something similar, mm-hmm reach out Find to, me. to me. Yeah. I mean, there were people in all of this that had gone through something similar mm-hmm. and the hope that I felt from those women was astounding, like unbelievable. So you had people like oh outside of family that yeah. you mm-hmm. connected with yeah. on the same subject. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like how that happened I do not know I literally like there's months that I cannot remember (laughs) and so how these connections formed probably Instagram like literally can't remember but um reach out talk like talk about it don't lie live I mean don't like I'm not a person like posting statuses on Facebook about like my sorrows but um if people ask me I'm definitely truthful yeah about what's going on and that has helped me so much so much I think and granted I've never been married so take this for what it is but I think divorce gets this huge stigma that there's a failure right yeah we as females failed and it's like you only fail if you stay in something that doesn't make you happy yeah and I mean for me I, I was not given a choice which Honestly, like I, I can see now as pissed as I was that mm-hmm. I all of my agency was stripped from me. I had mm-hmm. no power in this mm-hmm. situation. Divorce was filed against me. Yeah. Um, but I can flip that on its head, too. I yeah. can take that and say, you know, thank God it wasn't. I, I never would have thrown in the towel. Right. You know, like it right. would have taken me another 10 years. Right. To say, like, holy cow, this is like really not going to be OK. But whether so, it's a job, a relationship, yes. um, you know, your even your family, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, sometimes being forced out of a situation is the best thing that could have happened. Is the best thing because have, you'll stay in it just because it's comfortable. Yeah, and or comfort just, it's doesn't a thing. equal happy. No, 
and that I my future is like sparkly. I'm it's there's no dark shadowy yeah. corners yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah. There's it's it sparkles. It wow. shines. I'm I and so I'm excited. Like I wake up in, now in the morning and like yeah, what's going to happen today? <laughs> And then you get on your covers and you say, I love you, Molly. Yes. So one of my favorite, favorite, favorite quotes or sayings or whatever is, um, you know, when nothing is certain, anything is possible. Yeah. And like, that is what I live by when shit goes down and something happens. And I lost two jobs last year. Mm. I lost a job the year before that. And Mm. it's like, you have to be in that moment of pain and grief and being pissed off, right? You can't just push through it and ignore it and push it down. You have to actually deal with it. You have to go through those emotions. But then I always try to think like, okay, that's cut out of my life. That leaves so much space for something so much better. The space. And that gives me chills because I'm like- if you don't believe that, mm-hmm. then you cut yourself off to the opportunity of something. Which you cannot do. You got to be prepared for those right. opportunities. Right. Because they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. And you got to be able to A, recognize them. Yeah. And B, you got to be prepared for them. And a lot of times, like especially space for them. you were saying this with your business, it's you can have goals in your life and sometimes whatever a lot of times something that's going to happen in your life was not even a goal because you didn't even know it was possible yes that is that is this literal story of my life but yours you, too yes 100 yeah, yeah it's so beautiful but there's something still coming that i'm gonna be like oh i didn't even know that was actually an option <laughs> you know <laughs> i can't believe this is available very excited oh for it like yeah. i'm ready for it yeah but i do think you put in the hard work you do what brings you joy mm-hmm. and you have faith that where you should be is where you're going to end up. Oh yeah. And for me, those are like the three pillars of my belief system. Love it. And eventually wherever I'm supposed to be, whatever I'm supposed to do, however I'm supposed to serve mm-hmm. will present itself yeah. and will become a goal when it becomes reality. Yes. And I feel like that's your path. Too. Oh, it just, it gets me jazzed yeah. to hear you say this because yeah. that is exactly how I feel. It's coming for you. It's, it's here. I'm so it's proud here. of you. It's I'm coming. So it's proud I'm of living you. in it. I can't wait for it. It's all of it. It's everywhere. It's yeah. Yeah. It's well, I'm going to give you the Life last word. Anything you want to tell your, your, your people, your followers, where can <laughs> we find you? How do we find you? Give find us your handle. Find me on Instagram. Yeah. At good neighbor art at good neighbor art. Yeah. Okay. Send me a commission. <laughs> I'm cheap right now. Hey, do, you could get you could give our you could give our listeners a code. We could come oh. up with a code for you. Well, get toss me a um, six feet above. Yeah, code six feet above. Tell her we sent you yeah. for a little a little discount. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you something. There I'll you get go. you a little something something. Um, and your website www.goodneighborart.com. Awesome. Yeah, learn how to spell neighbor. That's super important. Both learn how to spell it and <laughs> love thy neighbor. Amen. So, thank you, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. The biggest compliment I ever receive is when you like the episode, you share it with your friends and your family or a stranger that is in need of hearing this information and from these beautiful guests. And then also to give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I would also love to hear from you. So if you would like, you can DM me at six feet above podcast on Instagram, or send me an email, 
six feet above podcast at gmail.com. So that's six, the number six feet above podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear your questions, your comments, your feedback, your suggestions, and also any guests that you would love to hear from in the future. Thanks for listening.